0: 3, two, one.
1: You know what I feel like doing? Grabbing the whole world in his hands? Of course, I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are Firefly-related. And I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys?
2: It's his Mersey the buzzer to his rambling rabbit. What up, guys? Abe on the mic. And welcome... welcome. To the Firefly House? No, a Get Comfy podcast. That's what we're in.
1: Of course. And before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know.
2: Thank you, guys. He's All got right. the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. Okay, I'm
1: done. Before we do that, I want to... I want to give you your time before I hijack this whole pod. (laughs) Because he Uh, is your boy. He is your brother,
2: beard, and arms.
1: Yes. And speaking of brothers, and for the sake of catching up to wrestling news, because, like, damn, like, every single week, something happens. Which is good.
2: Something might have happened this week when this episode goes up. Uh,
1: He's... Coming on SmackDown on Friday, so God knows.
2: He is also a SmackDown superstar listed on WWE.com.
1: Confirmed. So there was a major return on Monday Night Raw. I'm going to pass this off to you, and then we'll give our thoughts, and then kind of branch out from there.
2: Yo, Christmas came early. You got something on Saturday. I got something on Monday. Everyone knows I'm more of these fans than you are. The OC, the good brothers, Luke Gallows, and Carl... Anderson was back on Monday Night Raw with AJ Styles, and I marked out my reaction was Finn's reaction when he heard the music, when he saw the Tron. Oh my God, what a way! You know, not saving it for Saturday, Monday. Oh, the one time I decided to watch Monday Night Raw, and I and I I, I turned on as that the segment went on. I just knew it somehow. I was like, you know, you need to watch Raw tonight. Watch it, boom.
1: Yeah, so he's talking about the good brothers. Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows are back with WWE. Two sweet
2: woo woo two
0: sweet woo woo.
1: The OC is back and it looks like they're in a storyline with AJ Styles going against the judgment day. War games? War games? Potentially. Now Judgment Day being Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio. Those three. And- obviously. Rhea. No, yeah. I no, mean,
2: you said Dominic, Mr. You mean your cousin Minnie. Let's be real. Yeah,
1: I mean, hey, it's all it's all maybe that's my bloodline. <laughs> um, so them coming back is a big deal. They were, of course, released in that mass exodus of releases a couple of years ago.
2: Their last match was the and Mars, where Undertaker basically killed them by blowing up the barn. Remember nice. Undertaker chokes on them through the barn. And as he's leaving, he set the bar on fire. So, Karen is in the devil, basically dead.
1: It's kind of like when Vince entered the limo, and he blew up. So, yeah. I mean, hey, if anything the WWE has taught me, I can survive an explosion. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> some way. You have to be for storyline purposes. You,
2: you have to be a WWE superstar to survive an explosion. Well, you can't just go willy-nilly.
1: So, you get the contract, and then...
2: You go you, kabooey.
1: Yeah, then you blow up. You yeah. combust. But um, I'm for the return. It just seems as if the, the Good Brothers in their first run were billed. And this is like the same problem I had. It's not a problem, but like it's the same issue that War Machine had. Now the Viking Raiders, you know, all that. Viking stuff. experience. Viking experience. It's a great tag team, technical. Like, it, they do it all. But when they got to WWE obviously booking and just wrong place wrong time
2: it was uh, it was a lot up and down like their debut was great was like yeah going straight with aj um and then you know the matches when they teamed up against AJ John Cena and Enzo that was a great match and then after that he kind of got shuffled because AJ got drafted smackdown down they got drafted a raw and that kind of ruined it a little bit and then but you know with Papa h you know Doing such a great job already, and that's like one of the main reasons Car Anderson and Luke Gallows decided to come back. Which a lot of superstars are coming back because mm-hmm. they're like new management. We know Papa H. He did great stuff in NXT. Let's see how the grass is over here.
1: Yeah, no, like it's it's proving week in week out that Triple H is handling <laughs> this show and this show, all everything, in a perfect sense. Now, I do want to, you know kind of before I get on cloud nine, ground myself a little bit here. with, and this is normally your, your stick here, but I'm going to take this up this podcast with every, and let's be honest, everybody coming back, the weeks are going on and it just seems like last week we got Candice LeRae, you know, Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis, like the list goes on. Are you afraid of what happened in AW as far as roster bloat goes and stuff like that? Because it's like, sure, things are well on the WWE side, but, and I'm not saying this is true, but do you think that the roster bloat will catch up to the show eventually?
2: I don't think so, because think about it. Before SummerSlam, what was the tag division like? What was the mid-card for like, what was the main? Because we were just for the longest time, it was Brock and Roman, Brock and Roman, Brock and Roman. So you know, like I was saying before, before Summer Slam, it was Brock and Roman, Brock and Roman, Roman and Kev, Roman and Kev, and then the tag division, Usos and Riddle. Okay, bro, Usos and Street Profits. We didn't, we didn't really do Oaks or, Zelda, or um, the New Day, and you could see. And then, look at the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title, weren't being defended as much. Or if they were, it was the same people. We didn't have that main chain. It felt lackluster, the roster. Because you're coming from, before the whole match, we had such a great roster for anyone could go and challenge. Now, if it feels like 2015, where it was just like, if you ever played WWE 2K15, you would see how the roster in that game was slim. That's what it felt like, the roster today. But now, I don't think, it gives so much sense, because now you were... Usos could lose the tag team titles too. Like guy um, the the oh the, I'm gonna call it the Blue Leg WO because I can't say Dang. that name. Over on SmackDown the Zelina Vega, you have Hero who just came back. They could possibly take down, um, end up the um, Usos. Now you have OC coming back. That that because before it was just like all right, Street Profits didn't win. How could they beat them now? if They lost five to pay per views. Now you have these brand new teams coming in. You have LA Knight returning, who could probably defeat Walter for the Intercontinental title. Or, you know, LA, is my, LA La Knight is my guy. B. Roman for the title. Yeah. Um, and all that. So I don't think we're going to have this, this problem with, um, over in AEW. Also, the fact that Triple H also has Shawn Michaels over in NXT to help him with that, keeping that roster. Tony is doing AEW and Ring of Honor. And some superstars will be like, Oh, I want to be on AEW and also raw is also longer too. Three hours, Three yeah. Hours. And Tony's, I think AEW's two the same as SmackDown. But SmackDown's managing it really well with two hours.
1: Yeah, no, it it is. And it shows you that a two hour show is more than enough time to
2: get everyone who need it. and if you can't get one person one week, next week, alright, you take a break, there's somebody else for spotlight.
1: Yeah, and um a quick little pitch, because you brought it up um, as far as like dethroning Walter. Um, I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was talking about, like, superstars who should get repackaged. Uh, You might have seen, did you see?
2: Are you talking about Dominic Dijakovic? Yes,
1: yes. So, um, there was the TikTok stating that, like, hey, T-Bar needs to become Dominic Dijakovic again. Go on that run he had on NXT where it was, like, feast your eyes, and, like, he was just a force to be reckoned with. Should have won the title.
2: Should have won have won. He should
1: have won, whether it be the North American or whatever. But he had that clash with Keith Lee. That was a classic. It was a master class. And then this guy went on to say, like, hey, let him go on this run. Let him build momentum back up at WrestleMania. Walter versus Dominic Kajakovic. They never
2: fought before, right?
1: Never fought before unless it was like a quick little NXT thing. But I don't think nah. they paired up. Because Walter,
2: Walter was also known in the UK. Yeah.
1: yeah, UK. So that, talk about a Ooh. moment.
2: like you do, Talk about a moment. Like you do like how they're doing with Oma as like squashing town. Like basically build, make him the next bra. No one really cares about Oma squashing these people. But you give Dominic Davidovich that opportunity to SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, and you just go on a rampage, and then, oh, my God, I don't want that.
1: Man. He can face Omos. He can face Braun Strowman. Those can be the programs leading up to Walter.
2: Walter. Oh. Gunther. Well, Gunther. Well, Triple H, please. Please put him back to Walter. If there's a name change, <laughs> that needs to be done. I mean, they gave Riddle back his first name, and they gave Austin yeah. back his first name. But can we talk about, I don't want, even though I as much as I want that, I don't want the Sheamus and Walter for, for the end.
1: No, they've been putting on amazing matches. Yo,
2: the match of Casterly House literally turned Sheamus into a baby face. R-
1: literally, like before everyone's eyes, yeah. and then it's just like a resurgence for Sheamus, yeah. which honestly is one of the most underrated performers mm-hmm. of the modern era. And
2: I feel like this dude wouldn't have done well under Triple under Vince McMahon. Era. No, no,
1: they would have lost in like a weird, and they, I mean, the Brawling Brutes would have lost in like a weird fashion and yeah. we wouldn't have gotten uh what's his face back fabian i am yeah. calling them that now uh but because yeah. you know they're um we, what is he called vincent some own,
2: some italian name. da vinci
1: da vinci leonardo dicaprio I mean, yeah. that's what he's called
2: <laughs> Racist. but um we got that we got butch wearing his singlet now so now he's kind of like the broad the, the, uh, the bra kind of sort of not really
1: there was a pitch for during that tornado tag match, which that's what I'm going to call it, not this Jolly Roger, whatever <laughs> match. Oh, old fashioned, old fashioned fa- Donnie Brook, that's what it was called. Donnie Brook, Johnny Brook, I don't know, <laughs> something, whatever. There was like a pitch for during that match to have Pete Dunne versus uh, Gunther in the ring, until like rekindle oh. that NXT UK magic that they had, which in retrospective, long story booking, uh, Walter Gunther. Was the one to dethrone yeah. Pete Dunne at WrestleMania? UK. If they don't it. do
2: Dominic Dachikovic in Mania, Pete Dunne and Walter at WrestleMania. I be mean, with that.
1: give me that. Hopefully, by then, Tyler Bate is up on the roster. Tyler Bate and Walter, the matches they've had.
2: No, what unreal. about what, what about the um Dragonoth
1: and Walter? You look drag. Oh, oh my gosh! Stop. All right, uh, we can gush all day about this stuff. <laughs> I want to get this back on track because there're bigger fish to fry That's your here. Fall.
2: That's fault. You got all it on. It is. I
1: I once I start talking about Walter, it's over. Uh now it's back to this guy. So, it's kind of like the CM Punk thing. Best worst kept secret or is that how they say it? Worst, worst kept worst, secret. Worst kept secret. It was yeah, the worst sure. ke-
2: it was the worst kept secret in WWE history.
1: Besides Cody Rhodes. Besides that. So, this all started at a house show where they started playing this White Rabbit song like over the announce system. Yeah. And it, it started at house shows. Let's just start right there. WWE is telling stories at house shows. Long time
2: booking. Look at that.
1: Who would have thunk it? They're using their house shows. So, wow. hey, there's that. So, over the course of the week, of course, White Rabbit, little like QR codes, little hints, little things that take you to really sketchy websites, I might add.
2: Did um, it really? It was... You, you, know, you, you actually you went on to the QR code. Why like, not?
1: I'm interested. I, I'm easy. That's how they're going to take me away one day. QR <laughs> codes. They're going to track my phone. Um, so, there were a bunch of clues left throughout, you know, the past couple weeks. People thought it was gonna everyone's
2: be like, Killing Cross because White Rabbit was his thing in Lutron the Dog. I was like, he's facing zero, so it can't be... I thought it was how do you say that faction, the bootlegged LWA? The Gato
1: They Fantastic Because
2: and it, it was a like month when they're like, Come on guys, we're going somewhere else. And I'm like, Oh, they can make them the White Rabbit gimmick. And
1: then Well that's the thing, like the biggest like the biggest what if was the Baron Corbin situation. You thought, you thought, you
2: thought it was that.
1: Well I've, I thought my heart told me bray but my mind was like hold on that you remember like yeah, i told yeah, yeah, you yeah. a couple of weeks ago like i i still don't watch raw all bec- right now i do <laughs> like i didn't watch raw for a couple of weeks because i'm like don't trust the product but in that case i was like okay we don't know what we're getting out of baron corbin just yet bad but product bad product before good product now so long story short bray wyatt made his return at extreme rules firefly funhouse has come to life and i'm talking about there is like truly like Huskis
2: the pig the firefly funhouse is dead like it got abandoned no one took care of it bray got fired so he wasn't allowed to take care of his friends it it was cool that promo of the strong get like What was it like? Abandoned
1: is the right word, right? Abandoned, like wrecked, like it just was not kept. But like the thing that is getting me most excited is the premise behind the funhouse was Bray didn't want to be there. Or no, the characters of the funhouse didn't want to be there. Really? They were held there against their will. You think so? By Bray. Yeah. And now that Bray wasn't there, they were allowed to escape. Hence why You've seen Ramblin' Rabbit, Mercy the Buzzard, Sister Abigail, and the Fiend, most importantly, all throughout the the arena whenever Bray made his return. Now, we're going to kind of, not fantasy book his whole return, but like little bits and pieces, because there's potentially a new faction on the horizon being the Wyatt Six. The Wyatt Six, there's a
2: new monster that's not the Fiend, it's supposed to be something else now, because he has a new mask. Weird, he, it was. You ever watch that movie, V for Vendetta? Yes.
1: It, it, it reminded me of that weird mask, because the guy has the mustache yeah. and you know, all that stuff. And then, but, then um, he, he
2: also said, who destroyed the world? Like, didn't he say that in the, when he was coming out on Saturday? When it was all static, He's like, who destroyed the world? Yeah. And then it was like... You did. You did, yeah.
1: And he did say that in an interview with Michael Cole, back when he was yeah. Bray Wyatt, the cult leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm so and then there was a bunch of references to old tweets he put out yeah like he who enters here like shall not return or something like that yeah. but he's a weird
2: dude he's a weird fellow
1: so i brought up the wyatt six and this is what we're calling them this is what the internet is calling them. well that's why he also has his
2: new tag as Wyatt Six.
1: Yeah, yeah so we're not just completely you know going baseless here but There was a bit of a a stir caused by Roxanne Perez, an NXT superstar, who tweeted out, like, hey, maybe the Wyatt Six could help me deal with Cora Jade. Yeah. So there were a bunch of pitches for who exactly are behind the masks of the various, various characters. That being Mercy the Buzzard, Sister Abigail the Fiend. Mercy the Buzzard you said and Mercy. You said Mercy Mercy. The Buzzard. i just said Mercy twice. Um uh,
2: Rabbit. whatever his name.
1: Oh Huskis. Huskis, yeah, Huskis. So I wanna first start off with Huskis because this is the most interesting one to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, grant you Ramblin' Rabbit too, yeah. but you know, who who am I? Um I have a pitch for Joe Gacy A lot of people have been be, saying that to be Huskis the but Pig. But does he have his own faction though in NXT? He, they're called like the Dyad or something yeah. like that, and that is where it could tie in with Ramblin' Rabbit and Mercy the Buzzard. But mm-hmm. I have a better pick for Mercy the Buzzard. I think we know
2: who.
1: Uh, it's not what it's not what you think. Oh, it's kind of what you think. It's what it, they've been pitched. That's the way I gotta put it. But yeah, uh, Joe Gacy as Huskus the Pit. Yeah, uh, I think that really works out. He, not shaming, but I, was gonna same say, body, I was gonna say same body type. I mean, you could you, 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 you could have been it. You I could, you know, hey, maybe I'm behind the mask, but like he has that same wrestling style, and he kind of already plays like a creepy weirdo down in NXT anyway. So I can kind of see him dialing into that side of him more, especially with Wyatt. Like that, the possibilities here are endless.
2: Uh Bronson Reed will be my pick for um, Bay. Uh,
1: Ooh, see, I'm not even thinking of like release people. But if we're continuing the theme, might as well. Tell me,
2: like, yeah, you have great, you have great. Um, what's his name? The one that you said, Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy. But I'm like, you know, he has his own faction. Unless you're gonna make his part of his faction like the other cast members of the Funhouse. But I feel like you know you're bringing these guys off, bringing these people that've been abandoned, that've been let go of the company. Besides. My pick for uh, Mercy the Buzzard, but um, yeah, it'd be cool if you bring people that've been abandoned because that's like the message that they're doing. That they were, you you say that Brave was keeping them hostage, that's why they got out free. Which I love that pick. I was going with oh they were abandoned, that's why they were all dead. But yeah, give me Bronson Reed as Huskis the Pig. Not Husk, No, yeah, Huskis the Pig. That's the thing. So.
1: I think it's time. I guess you were talking about Mercy the Buzzard. Let's move on to Mercy the Buzzard. What a tease
2: for the person I'm thinking of because he posted on social media. You and IGI want it.
1: So, this is where things get murky. Over the weekend after Extreme Rules, not only did Liv Morgan's profile get blacked out, but Seth Rollins well, did as well.
2: Seth Rollins did it because of that wrestler that passed away. That was. um. Wesley's Sarah it. Lee? Yeah, Sarah Lee. He did that and for her. I did, don't know. did
1: Liv do the same thing? I don't know
2: if Liv did the same thing, but it's been confirmed that Seth did it for that reason. Okay.
1: okay. So then there's meaning behind that. Um, I'm not saying Seth Rollins. I mean, even though, yeah. he, he, if I had to pick an animal, it'd either be like a weasel or a buzzard for <laughs> yeah. Seth Rollins, just <laughs> spirit animal-wise. Um, But for Mercy the Buzzard, I, call me basic, but I'm going back to the room. Only for the fact he's kind of he's that type and he's doing it with the Miz right now. He's not like he is going after the Miz, but it's more or less him just stalking him. Yeah. Like and like, what does a buzzard do? Like, whenever a thing dies, it kind of just waits in the wings yeah. and comes in to pick the bones. So Dexter Loomis like already playing this weird, like like psychotic stalker yeah. gimmick, why not throw him in there? And it's like Yes, his character is great on its own, but if you throw a little like Salt Bay action on top, you know, it's a little sprinkle, you know, it can go place. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. Dot com slash believe.
2: B-L. I don't know. It's a great pick. And a lot of people, you know, before the whole Y6, people thought, oh, Killer Cross could be the White Rabbit. Oh, Dexter Loomis could be Mercy the Buzzard. And Braun could be whatever. That was the original, like, trio of that. Yeah. But, um, Dexter's supposed to be facing um Miz this, um, at this time. It is the 13th of October. So, the following Monday, he's supposed to face, um... Miz one on one, I think that's when we see Indy Howard come out and help him because we've seen him go to NXT and try to and give uh Indy that mojo back of hers, and I you know Miz really has um Maurice, so you know Maurice might be causing direction, and then you have Indy Howard coming in and all that. So I think that, and then I have this whole reunion thing going on that during the match against Johnny and um Johnny and Austin Derry, you have. Indy coming in and trying to play peacekeeper. I just want my way back. That's what, that's me just being picky at this point. Uh, that's the
1: the overarching story yeah. you want to tell
2: in my head. That's how I think it's gonna go. But um, no, I think um, Indy is still gonna come help Dexter. I and not think Dexter's gonna be part. Which I think is still a cool idea. You made a good cool concept, and you have my you have my you you have me by the balls. It says when well, some may, some may say that. Um, cool. But I, I'm going with. It's not, yours is kind of like out of like left field, kind of, because not everyone's thinking that as Dexter, but mine is everyone else is thinking it just because of the plaid shirt, which is Grayson Waller. Mm. And like Grayson Waller teased it up really well, even though he's just probably trying to put smoke into fire where there isn't.
1: Yeah. If, when
2: I want Grayson Waller to be his own character, like he has an NXT, Ms. Light, yeah, but I feel like at first you can have him be that great character. As mercy the
1: buzzer. It's kind of that thing, like with Grayson Waller. I like his character, like you said, on its own, perfect. Yeah. Uh, Me personally, I just don't see like him and his character. Like if he's going to be Grayson Waller that he is in NXT, Wyatt. Yeah, like I don't see that as like a natural fit. (laughs) Granted hey, the shirts do match, and, like, and if we're connecting lines here, through lines. And Brady's and bra-
2: known for his eye connecting.
1: For sure. And, you know, there were a lot of people also going into, like, investigative mode as far as, like, body types go, and they were saying, like, oh, you know, th- this guy has a tattoo here when the- this person that is, uh, like, supposed to be in the role yeah. isn't there. Um, another quick little one for Mercy the Buzzard, we were just talking about him too. Baron Corbin could fit that role, you know, like, because he's away. We really don't know what he's going to come back as. Grant you, JBL, alleged manager, that whole thing, that could be a goldmine right there. But if we're talking about, like, getting the lone wolf. wolf like,
2: back, I'd be happy if he comes back with the wolf, just the lone wolf.
1: Yeah, I mean, but grant you, it'd be like the buzzard or whatever. You can, like, spin it some way. Just get back to, like, Baron sure. Corbin. No, I mean, like... Bring back end of days, the song.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The King Corbin song kind of slapped, too. So you said it grew, it grew on you. Um, yeah. But, no, I don't know. You know, if JBL is bringing you back, Lone Wolf Corbin. Rather than, yeah. rather than Mercy, which I can, I can kind of see, but Lone Wolf Corbin... Bring them back. Or I kind of like how they had it with the Knights of the Round Table when they had Wesley Break and um, who was the other guy? He was in the Forgotten Sons. Not Jason or the other
1: uh, Cutler? Cutler. Song, yeah. Cutler. That,
2: that only lasted a, a day. And then they got released. Yeah. But give him something like that. Elon Wolf will give him his own little faction.
1: There you yeah. go. Now, I want to move on to. Who do we go with? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the choice. We'll, so choose your own adventure.
2: <laughs> so we got Sister Abigail, and we yes. got Rambling Rabbit left, right, and, and the fiend, and the fiend. Ramblin- choose your own adventure. R- Rambling Rabbit. So I have a, I have a good All pick. Right. I have a good pick for Rambling Rabbit.
1: Okay. You want me so, to go first
2: since you went last. You went first. For yeah, you? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You you got
2: this. Um, I'm gonna be a believer okay i'm gonna be a believer and i'm gonna say bold Alice. okay now i feel like rambling rabbit fits him because he was always rambling on believe believe this
1: hear me out i want to take your pick grayson waller could be put in rambling rabbit's role. oh that could be rambling rabbit I'm was good. always so animated and yeah. like you know yeah. Out of all like the Firefly Funhouse characters, he spoke the most. And Brayden didn't really like him
2: when he spoke. Yeah. And told yeah. him so many like, times too.
1: And you can see the dynamic here of like Grayson Waller just being that much of a douchebag. <laughs> Bray is just like, "Yo, shut up!" And <laughs> like that could be a dynamic. <laughs> that it could, could that'd be. be. That'd be good.
2: And I could, I get him over, over on um, my yeah. roster.
1: And you can keep the Grayson Waller character. Yeah. And it's like happening. you can just kind of be. Rambling rabbit. Because at the end of the day,
2: Grayson does ramble. Basically, everyone rambles and criminals, so it works. And Grayson just be like, I just, especially when getting...
1: Also, too, just off the top of my head, I don't know if... You know Zio Quinn in NXT? No. He's Paul Dude looks like a Terminator. Um, Zio Quinn as Mercy the Buzzard, too. You can look him up. I mean, he was kind of feuding with Legato de Fantasma um, a little bit. Um, it's XIO... Quinn, Q U I N. I Oh, I know what you're I see him on
2: my
1: So him as Mercy the buzzer. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm going Grayson Waller for Ramblin' Rabbit real quick.
2: What if we talked about this before? Um you dame this is how we get T back?
1: See that was the guy I was talking about with like tattoos and it's like, oh like he could be like Mercy or yeah, he t- could be Ramblin' Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, what about keyboard? I I personally, if I had to pick Dominic Dijakovic or him in the Wyatt Six, yeah. give me Dominic Dijakovic all day. Mm-hmm. You know? Um but again, like if this is gonna be a stable that they rock with yeah. and really push to the moon. And I break
2: after two years.
1: Also, too, you you just sparked uh sparked a little thing with me. And it kind of connects. It's it's so plausible. I am fully behind this. It's
2: so crazy. It might work.
1: Exactly, and you'll you'll kind of agree. So we were talking about Joe Gacy being Huskis the pig. Mm-hmm. Now there was a storyline between this individual and Huska- Huskus... Huskis, I'm already calling them that. <laughs> Joe Gacy, Cameron Grimes in NXT. Oh had a storyline where he's kind of like losing himself, doesn't really know where he's going. But he's the richest so, man in the like, How could he be losing himself? Exactly. And because we were just talking about Ramblin' Rabbit, I see a, I see a nice little fit right there. Mm. Him as Ramblin' Rabbit oh, be could a good be a storyline.
2: Yeah. That I would be okay with. We're,
1: now, I want to switch gears because you mentioned this person, and you know what? We'll end on Sister Abigail or Abby the Witch. Yeah. Let's talk about The Fiend. Now. Now, now. Let's talk about Fiendgate. Do you know about Fiendgate? No, I don't know what Fiendgate is. So, it was allegedly rumored that at WrestleMania, with the match between, I think, like, Alexa Bliss got involved, there was a problem where The Fiend showed up, and he faced Randy Orton, I believe, or something like that. Who did he face at that WrestleMania what, up, what up? Who did who did the fiend? Who was like Bray Wyatt's last match in WWE? Randy Orton. It was at WrestleMania. Yeah. So there was that match at WrestleMania, Randy Orton versus the Fiend. Yeah. Alexa Bliss showed up. That whole fun stuff. But there were a lot of people not convinced it was Bray under the mask. Now, Fiendgate alleges that Bo Dallas was the one in the suit because again. Shortly after Bray Wyatt is gone from the company.
2: Mm.
1: Now, Bray Wyatt and the Fiend are kind of like half and half. They coexist. Yeah. Who better to fill that role than his brother? Oh. His but, but he's brother.
2: But he's not that big though.
1: Hey, if Drew McIntyre can leave WWE looking the way he did, and No, but, down, but Bray Bray
2: was kinda of chubby, that's what I'm saying.
1: He to- well, oh. That's the thing. People were saying that the person or the fiend didn't look like big, like Bray Wyatt did uh-huh. so I, I don't know I didn't buy it I was like that's Bray Wyatt I don't know what you're talking yeah, about but again my pick for The Fiend Bo Dallas
2: Bo Dallas, huh? and
1: there's rumors he's or there is confirmed rumors or confirmed reports that he's on his way back to the company Yeah. so like do you really see him coming back as Bo Dallas you,
2: if you bowl him hard enough yeah
1: potentially but who's your pick for The Fiend
2: that's, that's a tough
1: one. Um it can kind of be anybody. Yeah, it literally
2: could be anybody, but it has to be somebody good. I don't know. Yeah. Like I have, like, I, I, I want to say Bray still.
1: So Bray still kind of being? The Fiend,
2: yeah. Kind of like at, like how he had it before. Because remember in his match against Brian Danielson, um, which is now called, um, Bray was fighting him, on the screen it was The Fiend. Granted, it was pre-recorded. But, yeah, no, that's what I'm going to go with. Now, Abby Lowe. All right. I'm going to let you lead with this. Everybody wanted this to be it for the longest time. Um, but Morgan. Because she, she had that um segment way back when, when she was in the bathtub before she came out saying that, oh, I love Ron or whatever. And everyone thought, oh, that could be Sister Abigail. But they went with Alexa Bliss. to so anyway. But then, like you said, that you know, she put her profile black. She smiled as she passed out to Rana in the um. armbar, so it could be uh, a little margin. Give her that. Give her that Harley Quinn gimmick he had when she was in the Riot Squad as Sister Abigail.
1: That is the biggest, and that's what I noticed during that match with Rousey. I was like, "Yo, she's smiling. Like, what is like?" Why? Like, it doesn't even make sense for the character, like, Mm -hmm, as she stood.
2: Uh, Granted, Austin Derry smiled when he lost his title against Neville back at WrestleMania in 33, but, you
1: know. Yeah, but, like, this is. I feel like with that shot of her getting choked out by Ronda, she's kinky. Kinky, but it's it's on purpose. Yeah. Like, it was very much intentional to show Liv smiling. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned. Her in that backstage segment, she was in this dark corner, mm-hmm. didn't say anything, profile blacked out. It's like, yes, Alexa Bliss could be slotted back in as Abby yeah. and like, hey, whatever, do that. That'll that that that'll work. But if we're talking about something that can bring Liv Morgan like up a notch mm-hmm. and potentially in line for another title, yeah. Abby the Witch seems like a logical place. And again, she looks the part, she can fit.
2: I, I agree. I 100 percent
1: agree. Now, this is this is the final question I'm going to pose to you, like to close everything out, and this is a good note to end on. It, it's kind of like a multi layered question, oh, so make no. sure you have your spark notes ready. All right. So, Bray Wyatt, like we said at the top of the pod, is slotted to be on SmackDown.
2: Yeah. Is a SmackDown now, roster.
1: Um, SmackDown roster. Now. We did a podcast talking about Roman Reigns and how who's really going to take the title off of them. And you know where I'm going. And this isn't because I'm biased. This is just just talking, putting it out there. Just putting it out there? Putting it out there. Does Bray coming back affect anything moving forward as far as Roman Reigns goes and the title? Well, if you guys remember,
2: and this is me looking at my spark nothing going back all the way. Feet, the receipt. The receipt. Uh, going back all the way to uh, when Fiend had the Universal Title, and then rain Lab, it's like Fiend, uh, Bray was like, "Oh, who could take the Universal Title?" and Rain Lab said, "Well, my favorite superstar is Roman Reigns, and you see him dead." And then the rumor was that WrestleMania Roman was supposed to take on the Fiend, but then Goldberg did it, and all that happened. I, I think it has to be Sammy, but you know, you have the Fiend. The Fiend doesn't need really? the, the, the title. You don't. Uh, you don't need the Fiend doesn't need the title. Bray doesn't need. The yeah, he, he doesn't. He, uh, yeah. he doesn't because you're going to be watching his segments and his matches no matter what.
1: And, oh, I'm uh, in. Yeah, uh, just yeah, wait yeah. for me to buy that he shirt. Doesn't. I'll be right
2: there. <laughs> um, Br- Bray is that person who doesn't. He's kind of like the only thing. He does. Honestly, here at that point, didn't need the title. People just watch for his promos, watch for his matches. Bray is in that same right? where people are glued to whatever he does. Sammy's over. Sammy's basically a baby face in the bloodline best thing he's been doing since his time in NXT. Have him win the Royal Rumble by the sheer luck. Jay, Sammy's getting oh, getting thrown by somebody else. You have Jay trying to pull Sammy but Sammy holds on the ropes and gets and Jay accidentally pulls the person that was trying to get Sammy eliminated. Whoever that is, that could be anyone. And then you have Sammy go to WrestleMania. Can you imagine the o- ovation? Because right now, he, he was over in Montreal in a Raw. People are loving Sammy. The honorary oos. Give me Sammy and Roman at WrestleMania. And and then if you could bring back... And since Papa H is running it, it's not going to be cowardly Sammy running around matches. It's going to be Sammy from NXT wrestling at WrestleMania. Give me an hour of that against Roman. 45 minutes to an hour. So that's what I'm going to... And you know I'm not a big Sammy Zane guy. You are more of Sammy thing that I am, but I am sold on Sammy right now. And I think if Triple H is listening to the crowd, listening to the reaction, he, he, he didn't win the Intercontinental title for a reason. He didn't win the number no one contender. He hasn't won the U.S. title. Give him a title, what a way to 3 throne, Roman Reigns. All right. I, so I see I
1: see the seeds being planted for this what, what we're pretty much calling Samly, Sammy a bumbling fool to stumble into a title shot at WrestleMania.
0: Winning the Royal
2: Rumble and Roman being pissed off you, since you're blood, you're going to lay down and then let me pin you.
1: Yes. Now, I I think there's more fire to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn beating the Usos for the tag titles. not I... Just because I think there's... I think. There very blatantly is beef between...
2: Jay. Jay. Jimmy, was Jimmy. gonna say J. Let right
1: me know, and I was gonna say Jay. Jay Jimmy loves.
2: Uh, they doing the whole handshake like uh, I don't know how yeah. to
1: do it. So there's already beef right there, and then uh, there's another moment on Raw where he's like, he can say it, like he's a noose, he's <laughs> a noose. And then when he p- looked at Paul Heyman, yeah. he kind of was like, ah, he, I don't know, he can say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, yeah. And then Paul was like, Why'd you stumble there? <laughs> but um, yeah. So I can see there's more things there to for Sammy and Kevin Owens to take off the tag titles. Yeah. I I don't... Again, I personally, and this is me biting the bullet here, I don't think Bray challenges for the title anytime no. soon. My, I think, I, like I, what you said, he doesn't need it right now. Let The Fiend just rip and just be that presence. Yeah. I'm still sticking to my guns with Cody Rhodes. I'm
2: still, I'm still there. Well, even though we still have Rock and Roman, which I... Once again, doesn't need to be for the title. Put Not it, at all. Put it for night two. Doesn't, Do you think they bill that as the best WrestleMania match ever? One hundred percent. I think that's
1: very possible. No, you know what? If
2: it was, if if it was Vince McMahon still empowered, yes, the best WrestleMania ever. The most stupendous.
1: The most electrifying WrestleMania oh, match. If,
2: if you. Mark the words <laughs> no, down. If that, the
1: most electric WrestleMania main event that would have been if Triple if
2: Vince were still in power, but I think my friend, I think it's still the WWE, I, it's still the WWE. You're right. you right. You have it's two nights. You need both. You if they're smart, you have Roman do double duties in two different nights. You have Sunday night Roman versus Rock. You send the people home with that main event. Saturday, you have Sammy. And Roman, Sammy wins it. becomes the the only honorary lose to hold the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Yeet. This.
1: Oh, I can't guy. say it. My bad.
2: I'm not. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're not an honorary. I can't oose.
2: say it. I, I, have to well, believe, I have to get the shirt. Then I can say it.
1: But what you are is a co-host here on the Get Comfy Podcast, Get Comfy Game Break, and Get Comfy Lowdown. Every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I've been Taylo, joined by the one and only. And we'll see you guys next time.
2: Later.